Hello, and welcome to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. We are so excited to bring you this show. Our podcast is all about unraveling all of your favorite mysteries from the Assassin's Creed games. Each episode, we'll be talking about a different topic in the Assassin's Creed universe. From pieces of Eden, solar flares, and the Isu, to the Hidden Ones, the Order of Ancients, and of course, the Animus, we will seek to uncover it all. So join us, and maybe even take a leap of faith. to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. My name is Shelby. You might also know me as SheCup. I'm super excited to be here today and I'm joined with my co-host. Yeah, so I'm Austin or Teacup. So what are we talking about today, Austin? I hope not as divisive or uh, aggressive as a topic as we were last week. Well, maybe not divisive, but I wouldn't rule out aggressive. Uh, We are talking about our next cell, which I am happy to announce. Sometimes we've talked about these cells and there's not a lot of information. We have so much information about this one that we're going to do two parts. Wow, that's very exciting. Um, So let's just dive right in. Yeah, so we're talking about Galena Voronina's cell. And so this cell picks up basically where Xavier's cell leaves off. So when we talked about Xavier's cell, we basically had this point of Xavier died and they had to escape and move on and try to find Joseph, who was the person who betrayed them. And so basically Galena takes over after Xavier's death as leader of this cell. So that's who this cell is. So it's just a continuation of this group just under different leadership and with some new members which we'll get into. I'm going to go over all the members in this episode, though they might not all appear. Some of them will appear in the next episode, but I'm just going to go over them now. So obviously our first one is Galena. We know her. We know she was a Russian assassin. We know she was recruited by Gavin Banks. We know that she had to kill her mother and sister because they went crazy in the Animus experiments in Russia. We know that she left and she recruited Charlotte de la Cruz and worked with Xavier. Our next member is obviously Charlotte, who was recruited by the last one, continuing with her animus uh, kind of work there. We know that. And then Cody Adams also makes an appearance, who is like their tech guru with the animus, is there Rebecca Crane. And so those are the the people who are coming back that we know. And so nothing more about their background has changed. If you need a refresher, you can go to our episode on Xavier Cell to get basically their kind of background. So our first new member is Kiyoshi Takakura. He is a Japanese assassin and we've met him before. So he is the Yakuza poser who fights Gavin Banks and is like the basically point where Fight is a generous term. He kicks Gavin Banks's butt is what really happens. Um, And it's only with the intervention of Emmett and the realization that they're all assassins. So he is a former Yakuza, which is kind of like the Japanese mafia or mob or criminal organization. Sometimes if 
that's a very gross oversimplification. I know that it's more complicated than that. So please do not come after me. This is just a general kind of understanding of who they are. And then our next one is Arend Shoot Cunningham, who is a former martial artist, a Danish assassin. He basically kind of serves as an enforcer. And then we have our last one, which is a very interesting one. So we have uh, Michelle Limar, which I assume is just kind of like a French way because she spells it interestingly. It's like my shell. I'm assuming that it's Michelle. And so she is apprentice to Galena later in the stories. But she is a member of the hacking group Erudito, which we've talked about before, briefly mentioned, but I haven't really gone into it. So I'm going to take a little bit of time to kind of go into who they are. They are basically a group of hackers that sets up to basically subvert Absterco. Um So they are not associated with the assassins. They are a separate group, but they basically are hackers and online groups who basically look at the work of Sturgos is doing and say, hey, this is not right. But they don't really have any affiliation with the assassin Templar war. It's more like, you know, anarchists or other kind of think. um, Oh, what's the group? Anonymous similar to that like similar to that kind of group kind of going in here and so she's a member of these group and basically through their history this group decides we can't live in the shadows like we need field agents so she basically volunteers to be a field agent which is where she meets with galena and is eventually recruited into becoming an assassin and so yeah that's the team very interesting um, I was going to add just about one of them. I, this is off topic, but it's relatable. So as you may know, I am a person who plays the Sims and there is a townie in the Sims named Kiyoshi and everyone simps for him and his dad. So just FYI. All right. Well, we'll come back. Well, next time you can remember the, Yakuza assassin who kicked Gavin's Banks's butt. All right. My Sim is married to Kiyoshi's dad. So just FYI. Oh. All right. Well, good <laughs> luck with that. So let's pick up where we are. So in 2016, the assassin team with Galena as the leader now flees to Mexico. And so Galena was injured in her foot. Um, and she assumes the role of leader and is very adamant about they need to track down Joseph before anything else, before they do anything, before they decide anything, they need to track down Joseph because he's the biggest threat to the assassin order. So once in Mexico City, they take a room in a motel and through some contacts with the local underground, they hire two doctors to come and reset Galena's broken leg without asking too many questions. So, like, I wouldn't trust a doctor who's like, yeah, I'll come do this discreet and not ask any questions. Like, Absolutely don't trust that not. kind of doctor. No way. I barely no trust way. the doctors in the hospital. Um, but it doesn't go well, as you can probably um, predict. The woman doctor that comes, there's a man and a woman that come, tends to Galena. And then immediately, almost, the male doctor, the man, draws a pistol at Galena 
And basically, she sees him do this, and she pulls out her own gun and shoots him. Uh, because he re- he basically is a Templar agent. So, Galena orders Charlotte to grab his gun and kill the, the woman doctor. And the woman explains that she knows nothing about the fellow doctor's motives, stating that he was new, and Galena knocked her out after Charlotte told her that she was telling the truth. This is the most Galena thing I've ever heard. Like, someone, <laughs> she's injured, someone comes to kill her, she anticipates this, and kills them before they can even finish drawing their gun. Yeah, basically. Um, so they move basically to an opposite end, like across the street, because they think this, like the Templars would never expect them to be that obvious. So it's a perfect place to hide. Um, and so while they're watching, if anyone comes to their former room, Charlotte realizes that Consus wants her to find the hacker collective Arudido and to begin to look for them on the dark net. But Galena naturally was skeptical. Which, you know, to Lena's thing, like, don't trust the Isu. Like, if anyone has learned anything across the entirety of Assassin's Creed is don't trust the Isu. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, if I was in Galena's position, I would be exactly the same way. Right. So, uh, basically, they basically feed Galena some morphine to make her go to sleep. Which, you know, honestly, like, girl probably needed some rest and some chill out. But... Um, Charlotte then convinces Cody to place her back into the Animus, where she relieves, relives her memories of uh, Quilla, her Inca ancestor, who she believed to be the key to finding the Hacker Collective. So in the morning, Cody, unfortunately, was forced to pull Charlotte out of the Animus to let it recharge. Uh, Galena told them that she found the Templar Garcia Lopez, who could lead them to Joseph. So Charlotte refuses to participate in what she knew would be basically a kidnap and torture scenario with Galena, believing that Arudo was more important. When she accused the assassin leader of being jealous that Consus picked her, Galena told her that using the animus left them exposed to attack, and Galena then coerced Charlotte into participating in the operation by threatening to destroy the animus. So they're off to a great start. This is what I meant by, like, we can't rule out the world word aggressive. Fair. I just feel like this is so dumb of Charlotte. Like, it's not only self-centered, but it's also, like, directly insubordinate to the person that's your superior, the person that's the leader of the cell that's literally telling you what to do. Like, because she's, you know, got this connection with Consus the Isu, she thinks she's above all of Galena's orders and stuff. That's not how any of this works. Right. And like, to be fair, like you could interpret Galena being like paranoid or unnecessarily ruthless, but like at some point we have to interpret like she watched her entire brotherhood go crazy from animus exposure. Is there not part of her that is protective of this of doesn't want to see her other assassins go through the same madness but also two things in response to that i don't know the exact timeline of this if it's before after great purge but like at some level does she not have is it not reasonable for her to be paranoid right um so it is post great purge 
because it's 2016. Okay, yeah. So um, I I think it's perfectly reasonable for her to be this paranoid, especially when there are so few assassins left. Like you have to preserve everyone you you can. Right. And there are so few assassins left now that are at the skill that Galena is at. I mean, we talked about last time, like she was refer- she is not only referred to as a master assassin by both William Miles and Gavin Banks who were assassin leaders pre-purge, but she's also referred to by the Templars as legendary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was going to say, like you said a couple of episodes, she's their bird. She's the assassin's bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely she is. That's why I really enjoy her. I really love her. Um, but it's just like, it's so short-sighted, I feel like, for Charlotte, because like, what do you what does she think Constance is really gonna give her? Like, does she really think he's not just using her? Like, what what does it really gain the assassins to put yourself away in the animus instead of fighting the Templars that are literally busting down your door? Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I mean that's really kind of where we are. We this would be a good place to take a break because we're setting up to kind of like wrap up in Mexico and then go into the kind of other things that we're gonna do. All right, well let's go to the mid break. My cousin, shoot, shoot the flying demon. Malaka, malaka, malaka. I get the sense you two are ill fit for whatever it is you're plotting. This one takes us for a fool, brother. We sons of Ragnar have this well under control. No, we do not. Sons of Ragnar. I know of many, but never have I heard of dull and duller. Hello and welcome to the middle of the show. This is where we talk about all the things that have to do with the Assassin's Creed lore cast and not the lore of Assassin's Creed. So the first thing that we do during the mid-break is we thank our patrons. This is the best way to support us. We love our patrons. We're so thankful for each and every single one of them, both past, present, and future. Um, So if you want to be a patron, you absolutely can sign up online at patreon.com slash AC Lorecast. And we've got all kinds of different financial tiers from $5 all the way up to $100 a month. So there's something there for everyone. And if you sign up at the $20 a month tier or higher, you do get to come on the show once a month. So definitely check out the Patreon if you can. If you can't financially support us, we get that though. The best way next to support us is by leaving us reviews or Spotify comments or Spotify ratings. So now we have three ways to leave us a review. We don't have one to read today, but if you leave one with five stars, kind words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. And then the last thing that I really have to plug is my playthrough. I am still in Black Flag. I'm a little over halfway. Um, I think the last update I gave y'all was about James Kidd and figuring out his identity. And so the latest things I can remember is I got the diving bell finally. I got attacked by sharks and that was not fun. Um, But I did finish that mission. I've gone, I've done so much. I've tried to like uh, get a bunch of um, 
forts and all that stuff. And so right now I just finished the Charlestown mission where they get the medicine and Blackbeard's kind of going crazy a little bit and all of that. Um, so right now I'm in the like Abstergo interlude. So I think I'm getting ready to start sequence seven or eight. So I'm a little over halfway. It's about to be fun. Who are some of your like favorite characters so far? Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really feel like I know the characters well enough to even have an opinion. Um, I do really like James. I also really like Adewale. Um, and then Steed Bonnet just came back, who's just like a goofball, like white aristocratic-ish man who's pretending to be a pirate for a hot minute. So he always makes me laugh, but I wouldn't say he's my favorite character. Yes, I was just curious kind of like where you were at that. Um, but yeah. Ask me again in like three weeks. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're making good progress in the game. Yeah, I think so. All right. You ready to get back into it? Let's do it. Me, Haytham. I come in peace. Why are you speaking so slow? <sighs> Sorry. What? Um, I, I was told you could train me. No. Go away. I'm not leaving. Yanka! Yanka! Is everything all right? What do you think? Look at this place. I'm poor Bianca. If something's happened to her... Aha! Oh, my darling. Thank God you're all right. Ezio, meet Bianca. Bianca, Ezio. Charmed. All right, so basically, they try to capture this Templar, and it goes horribly. Like, it's a very, like, classic animus scene of, like, Charlotte's trying to tail this Templar and she gets too close and it's like, oh, you you got too close. The target detected you. Like very classic, like of the Animus tail missions, which I'm sure are now sending all of us into like PTSD war trauma flashbacks of failing missions and tail missions from Brotherhood and Revelation and AC2. I swear if one more minstrel gets in my way, I'm going to burn all of Italy to the ground. But anyway, so they fail to capture this Templar, and Galena is mad, obviously, and so she basically accuses Charlotte of blowing the operation on purpose. Uh, the Charlotte basically swore that she made an honest mistake when she attempted to stealthily tail Garcia Lopez, but got too close, allowing the Templar to spot her and run off instead of going back and insisted on going back into the Animus. So later, Charlotte ignores Galena's orders to watch the van and re-enters the Animus. Galena and Cody soon discover her and pull her out, and Galena is basically pissed that she ignored orders once again, and Cody noting that the batteries were cooked. Fed up with Galena, Charlotte chose to leave to find new batteries, with an angry Galena telling her not to go or else she would be on her own. Several hours later, Charlotte detected Galena following her, who revealed that the Mexican cartel had abducted Cody and left his ear as proof while she was looking for Charlotte. Yikes. So, 
I feel like Galena is like having to like corral kindergartners, basically. Like, I mean, I do agree to some extent, but like at the end of the day, I really feel like this is Charlotte's fault because Charlotte's not listening to what Galena's doing. And I find it hard to believe that Galena didn't sit down with her after this many mistakes and say like, hey, this is why we're doing what we're doing. Like, she's not a bad leader. She's not stupid. So I find it hard to believe that she didn't explain to Charlotte, like, you need to step up and step back into line or you, you're going to get kicked out, you know? Right. And like, this is a point of like Galena's kind of like getting with Charlotte is like, this isn't a video game because you played these Abstergo video games. Like this isn't like being in the Animus where you fail something and you get desynchronized and we pull you out. If you make mistakes here, people die. And that's a big deal. Exactly. It's a huge deal. Because all Charlotte really sees is Galena as like this torture happy, like wanting to like cause pain and get things done. But really what Galena's trying to do is she's trying to keep everyone alive. And she's trying to make sure that they don't sacrifice the assassin's cause in the process. Mm -hmm. So basically later that night, they attempt a rescue mission where they're supposed to surrender and exchange for Cody. So Galena basically still injured. So in all of this, Galena still has an injured ankle that she's not really supposed to walk on. She basically takes up a sniper position in the bleachers while Charlotte began method, like basically pulling like an Ezio and sneaking all around and eliminating all the Templar guards. Uh, So as she makes her way to Cody, Galena places the blame on her for her mercy as the female doctor who was supposedly didn't know anything was with the cartel and lets basically lets Garcia Lopez escape, which prevented them from leaving the city. Charlotte was then soon ambushed by the cartel leader who wanted to avenge his lover, who Galena had killed uh, the doctor that the assassins hit in the motel room. So basically hoping that he could get revenge. He shoots Charlotte, forcing Galena basically to show herself and he shoots Charlotte in the foot. So it's not like she killed her, but And so then the Templars arrive in this cartel situation, naturally, and they gun down all of the cartel people that are left and almost kill Galena. So basically suspecting that the Templars believe that she is important, Charlotte points a gun at her head and threatens to kill herself if the Templars didn't spare her teammates. Which, again, this is again, like, naive like being naive on Charlotte's part, like the Templars do not care. They will promise to not kill your friends, get you into custody and then kill your friends. Exactly. They do not care about you. No. And they don't care. They care about using you, but they do not care about keeping the promises they make to you. Basically, one of them tells her that she is wrong and that bringing the head of the infamous Galena home would be enough to satisfy their Templar masters. Charlotte offered a better deal to the Templars in exchange for Galena and Cody's safety. She would provide them with the location of Aritato's meeting three days from now. Sanchez basically decides to give her a day to find out the password to the location and to surrender herself before striking her injured foot with a claim, claiming it as insurance against a double cross and threatened to harm her friends and family if she did not hold up her end of the bargain. During her last synchronization with with uh, 
Quilla's memory, Charlotte discovered that the password to unlock the coordinates of the meeting was the name of the Spanish assassin Don Gonzo Pardo, revealing that Arudo's meeting was in Argentina. Soon after, Charlotte prepared to rescue the pack. To respect the pack she made and turn herself over to Sanchez with intel. However, Galena made a pack of her own with the cartel, allowing the gangsters to avenge their murdered leader and attack the Templars as Charlotte was meeting with Sanchez. This distraction in turn allowed the assassins to escape the city. So does this imply that the assassins escaped the city without Charlotte? No, Charlotte is with them. Okay, so here's my question. I don't really understand what this, like, working with the Templars business with Charlotte, like, what she thinks that's going to get her. She's just trying, she realizes that basically she, like, effed up. And so she's trying to sacrifice herself. But Galena obviously is making these deals behind her back because she's like, well, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. Don't trust the Templars to do anything. But also, Galena is the leader, so it's not really behind her back. She's just not sharing this information with the whole team. And secondly, right. and secondly, to be fair, Charlotte has made some really bad decisions so far. So, like, Galena probably is considering, like, could she be a mole? Like, could she have other... um loyalties that we don't know about right i definitely a hundred percent agree with that point and like that charlotte has not even really proved herself worthy of having team information so the last real bits apart is this little bit with uh erudito and so the team took a flight to buenos aires where charlotte spotted a man sporting a sign reading don gonzalo pardo who showed them to their Arudido contact, revealed to be a young, the young woman's grandmother, Florencia. Some weeks later, Galena's team made a pact with Arudido in exchange for Charlotte's help in order to learn more about an Isu entity named Consus. The collective hackers would help them to find Joseph. After learning that Joseph was in Somalia, going by the name Alan Wilde, and after Charlotte asked her to capture him alive because she had a hunch about him, Galena and some of the Arudo field agents left for Africa. In Somalia, Galena led a group of the Arudo agents to locate the elusive Joseph while they were observing a public event attended by a successful businesswoman and known Templar financer. Some, after some misdirection involving a digger, Galena was attacked by Joseph behind some crates and tempted to fact down but was struck down um michelle lamar managed to distract their prey with a flanking strike before templar pulled a gun on him at the same moment a distress call reached them informing the members of the collective that aruda island was under attack and they quickly realized that they needed joseph because he was the only one with the plane he reluctantly agreed to go but only if he was allowed to speak with Charlotte. During the flight, Galena sent a message to the assassins asking for help. So then above the island, the Templars shut down, shot down the plane. Uh, the Templars surrounded the crash plane, finding the body of Shed in the co-pilot seat after they were immediately ambushed by Galena, Joseph, and Michelle, realizing that any hope of rescue relied on taking out 
the warship that shot them down. They headed toward the coast. Galena and her companions assaulted the ship. The crew retaliated and explosives upon the deck were hit amidst gunfire, effectively destroying the ship. Joseph was badly wounded wounded, and told the two women to leave him behind and find the survivors. Galena, Michelle, and the remaining Arujo survivors were rescued by Kiyoshi Takura and Aaron Schutt, who were piloting a he- helicopter and were sent by Gavin Banks. The assassins killed Sanchez and rescued Charlotte as she was surrounded by the Templars. Wow. Just wow. I, um, I know there are probably some Charlotte de la Cruz simps out there so don't hate me um but like at what point is too many mistakes too many like at what point do you get kicked out of the assassins um i will say and we'll get into this later charlotte very much learns from this whole experience all right all right and i feel like she Um, is still young in this but like my god these are some major mess ups right and I think that, like, Galena is hard, has a hard exterior, but, like, she could have easily just, like, kept her word and said, like, okay, Charlotte's on her own, like, we're not going to go after her, she didn't want to do any of this, but she keeps following her because, like, I think there's a part of her that's like, well, the Templars know who she is, and she's done some damage to her, it's not really right for us to leave her to fend by herself. Right. No, that's fair. And I think that Galena is very much one of those people that's like, she has high expectations. She has high standards. She has a very hard, rough shell. But once she considers you part of her family, you're in for life. Yes, very much so. And she has a very, very like close relationship with both Sean and Rebecca. And Mm -hmm. so it really comes down to like Galena is trying to keep everyone alive and keep the assassins cause and organization afloat. And she views Charlotte as reckless. And so she is trying to basically keep that from being reckless. Mm -hmm. We've got all the members that I talked about are now in there. And so we'll get into their mission, which is about to get real fun because we are about to get into Another Isu is about to enter the fray into this journey. An Isu we know well and have much despise for. Awesome. All right. Well, that's all we got. All right. Um, the only thing I wanted to add before we close it up is it was it's funny to me that like last week or maybe a couple weeks ago, we were talking about like, oh, all these cells, like they're always in like the East coast or they're like in Europe or, and we've had a few in Asia, but we haven't had anywhere else yet. And like, this one is the one where it's like, okay, well, we're going to go to Africa and we're going to go to South America and we're going to go to all the places that you guys said we didn't go to. Right. Exactly. Um, And we'll just see. I mean, it's an interesting thing and the kind of uh, stuff they're going to get into is really important. And Really kind of, we're going to kind of set the bar for where the modern day assassin storyline is going. All right. Well, I'm really excited to, to find out more in the next coming weeks. Well, let's close it out. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. We'll see you next time. 
for listening to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. You can find us on Twitter at AC Lorecast. If you have any lore questions or topics to unpack, join our Cups Podcasting and More Discord server. It's the best place on the internet. You can also support us financially through our Patreon. Find us on patreon.com slash Assassin's Creed Lorecast. The Assassin's Creed Lorecast is part of the Robots Radio Network. For more information about the Robots Radio Network, join the Discord server via the link in our episode's description. If you enjoyed the show or learned something new today, please subscribe, leave us a review, and join the Patreon. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, make sure you give a big thank you to Pipe Man Studios. Thank you, Pipe Man. Thanks again for listening to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. And always remember, Assassins, stay in the shadows to serve the light. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.